Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded a lot better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we will be getting together monthly to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to June's episode of Two Beards, Please. This month we are doing a two-part Father's Day special. This will be released in two separate episodes this month, episode 6A and episode 6B. We have in the studio with us today our friend Charlie. Sir Charles. Charlie and his wife, Christiana, are expecting their very first child. I don't know. I'd like to think that I've kind of taken Charlie under my wing a little bit here and <laughs> knowing him for the last you know year or two, teaching him a little bit. You know, Charlie's about what, 20 years younger than I am. Approximately. Yeah. And we have the same birthday. We do. We share the birth- wow, same birthday. Birthday buddies. Yep, so nice. welcome, Charlie, to our humble abode here, <laughs> our humble slice of yeah. the podcast universe. Episode, what what episode number this is this? This is episode six. It can't possibly be that many. It is episode six. Wow. The last episode, I provided some user feedback, and I made the mistake. We've got our friends over at Confessions of Retail, Retail all, all the, the tea. tea. I mistakenly used the wrong name. I am very sorry, Lexi. Well, and you're an idiot. I am an idiot. I, I am very sorry, Lexi, for calling you Lacey. I didn't realize it until Amy texted me about it, and I hope you forgive me. And again, listen to the funny ladies. Use your headphones because they are not family friendly. It's not PG-13. Not PG-13. But it's really funny. It's funny. So uh, go listen to them. Confessions of Retail, all the tea. What we decided to do for June, since it's or the month of Father's Day... And I think we should have Father's Day all month. I, I agree. It should be Father's Month. I agree. Yeah. I think we should call somebody. <laughs> we should make that happen. Well, let's, let's get on that. All right. So anyway, and since we have our friend Charlie, who is... Almost a father. Almost a father, going right. to be a father. Yeah. Uh, we've decided that what we're going to do is we're going to present Charlie, and we've not run these by him Mm-mm. at any nope. point in time. We have situations that we are going to present to him and just see how he would react given that situation with his newborn. Sure. Now, are you sharing the gender Yes. Okay. He's a boy. So we do know that he is a boy. <laughs> oh, Charlie's man. having a boy, which is going to be a little bit different yeah. from you and I. I mean, we luckily both, I don't. We neither of us have boys. We both have daughters. <laughs> However, a lot of these situations are universal. In fact, almost sure. all of them are universal. It doesn't matter, boy, girl. I think we talked about the fact that we're we're happy we don't have boys as children because boys destroy everything. Yes. Um, we're both boys as well. I don't know if people <laughs> could catch on to that. Pretty sure. In the previous five episodes, but well, I know I am. Well, I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I am. Anyway, so you know we have some knowledge of boys. Charlie, I guess the first question that we have for you is: Have you guys gone through any of the baby classes yet? No. 
Ooh. Are you signed up for them? We are signed up, and they're going to be in June. In June. Okay, so Perfect. a couple months before the baby's right. born. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> those classes are interesting. They're um, awesome. I wouldn't necessarily no. go so far as no. being awesome, but... Uh, it's been they, a while. Maybe my memory's faded a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so they, they, they go through a lot of different things in those classes, and one of the things that kind of stuck out stuck out to me during these trainings is they talk about how long you should wait after having a baby before you resume relations mm-hmm. no oh boy <laughs> and i think the number that they give is six weeks on average Whoa. and again don't <laughs> so neither of us are doctors nor do we play doctors on tv when you <laughs> when when they start talking about that charlie that that's when you start. You need to start taking notes. That though. that that number is not set in stone. Right. So sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to clear all relations from now until the end of time with your lovely wife. Because what they don't <laughs> what they don't take into consideration is that yes, it might be physically possible at that point, but she's going to hate you for about a year. Well, me probably not. <laughs> I don't think anybody could really hate Charlie. That's true. But what you run into is. If you've got the choice, and I'm going to steal a Jeff Foxworthy joke here, I'll credit him here. If you've got a choice between having relations and sleeping, you are going to select sleep All, every always. single time, every time for probably the first three years, at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least three years. I'm still, I'm still usually choosing sleep. But so let's get into some of the scenarios here. So, have you guys registered for baby stuff yet? Yes, we have. Okay, so what have you? What mm. types of things have you registered for? Ooh. So I have to admit that my wife did most of the registering. Good. You so far you, you're passing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Right answer. <laughs> now there were some of the bigger things such as like cribs and the stroller and that kind of stuff we did discuss together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She showed me a few different options. We went to Target together and looked at some of this stuff, but. A lot of like the clothes and bottles and that kind of stuff, she she did most of that. Okay, so I have to ask, because I did give this bit of advice to you before. Did you register for all one type of bottle, or did you register for multiple types? No, we got multiples. Good. Ding! <laughs> Look at this. He's flying colors. <laughs> two, two for two. two. For yeah, two. yeah I, a lot more than I expected here. <laughs> yeah. So... Well, um, I mean, in his non-defense, I guess, his wife did do most of the work. So that's true. Really, the bell is for her. Correct. I mean, let's be honest. That's that's true. <laughs> but he got the bell for letting, letting that. For not, for not, not meddling. Right. Yes. <laughs> for being passive. For being smart way enough to, go. to stay out of the yes. way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I remember when Natalie was born my firstborn, mm-hmm. we had decided, okay, we are using this type of bottle. I don't even remember what sure. it was, but it was some kind of name brand. Right. Hey, this has yep. got to be good because right. this is a more expensive bottle. Right. And this is this is what she's going to use. Well, <laughs> Not, Natalie, joke, Natalie didn't like those on decisions. Us. Natalie yeah. didn't necessarily agree with that. She went and I think it took us, uh, eventually we found, I think we went through five different bottles yeah. before we got to the right type. And then once we did, then we you used them. We were good them. to go. We were good right. to go. We bought a bunch of them. And so have you have you done any research yet? I know, Charlie, you're kind of an analytical type of a guy. Have you read any books or done any research on the web for preparation for having a child? Uh, actually, no, other than we read through a large book of baby names. <laughs> Yay! Right answer. Good to go. <laughs> so... so 
Because you all of that preparation you could have done, throw it out the window. Right. So, again, the first child, it's pretty typical to go by the book. You, mm-hmm. you read a bunch of books. You're given a ton of advice. And I think what I've, what I've told people oh, yeah. is you take take the advice and nod your head and then uh-huh, uh-huh. you'll ball it up and throw Except for this advice that we're giving you. Right. Oh, right. right. This, this advice you this should is not throw legit. away. Right. This is right. legit. I remember when Emma, so Emma was my first, and we had very strict rules about what, what she could, you know, we were only doing breast milk. We weren't going to do formula, blah, 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 right? Yep. And I was very adamant about it. You know, we would direct the mother-in-laws you know you have to feed them this and not and it was like you know it was very serious and then when we had celia we were like whatever you know give her her whatever's there well what you realize with the first one is that they're pretty resilient yeah they're they're not (laughs) right you know unless you deliberately neglect them or you know which we're not recommending they're they're not by the way they're they're not all that they're not all that fragile i mean Let's get into the situations. All right. So, Charlie, you are asked by Christiana to prepare a bottle. Mm. How would you go about doing that? For assumption's sake, I'm not sure if you guys are going off the tap or if you're doing formula. I like that. Off but the let's tap. let's Way assume that the the whatever the beverage is being included in the bottle is already ready to go in a pitcher mm-hmm. or some other container. How would you go about preparing the bottle? Okay. I guess I'd first have to find where we store the clean ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> clean bottle, very important. Yep. Way to go. Um, so then uh, fill it up with the milk. You warm it up a little bit in the microwave. Mm. Wrong answer. No. no. Mm. Not in the microwave. You're going to melt the bottle. <laughs> so you'll either melt the bottle or you might get hot spots in the milk. Yeah, very bad. Mm. So you never want to use the microwave. Uh-huh. In fact... You don't need to warm the bottles. No. <laughs> that was a mistake. They don't care. Going by the book. <laughs> they, they really don't. They just really want just the, some milk. They, they want something in their stomach. And, it you would know, be we, nice if it wasn't like just frozen. Right. Yeah. So I, I think what how we did it, and you don't need a, uh, a bottle warmer or whatever, but what we would do is we would take uh, a bowl of hot water mm-hmm. out of the tap Yep. and then just set the bottle in there until oh, it wasn't. Sure cold like room temperature a little warmer yeah a little little yeah about that and eventually it got to the point where we stopped doing that all together too after about the first maybe second month yeah and every baby's different so some emma was a little more picky than celia my second child so but you know you're gonna figure out what what works and what doesn't work but yeah they there are gadgets out there for every situation and you don't really need any of them. They're they're fun. Some of them can, are fun. can be fun and interesting, but you yeah. probably you probably don't need them. So speaking of gadgets, yeah, <laughs> this was one we figured out after the first one. Are you planning on using a pacifier? Oh, uh, we haven't decided yet. We could go either way. I think at this point, either way meaning what? Yes or no? Yeah, either way, yes or no. We don't. Okay. So typically there are two options. It's either the pacifier or the thumb. thumb. Right. Because they're gonna they're gonna want to suck and they, on they're something. gonna pick one right. or the other, right. and you may not have a choice. Right. <laughs> so let's assume for this next scenario that they have chosen to use the pacifier. 
again, you don't get a choice in it. That, that's, that's, <laughs> right. that's the funny part of it. Right. Let's be clear. You will not get a choice because right. some kids will love the pacifier. Others will not use it. And we we didn't want to let our girls suck their thumb. But eventually, after three hours of sitting with a screaming, crying baby, it's like, just put, just your, put your thumb, thumb in, in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah. And there's something. like there's like 113,000 different types of pacifiers, right. too. So. And it's the same thing with the bottles, man. You just got to find the one that works. And that's how they soothe themselves. So right. babies you know, soothe themselves by sucking on uh, the pacifier or their thumb or your thumb. a blanket. I mean, or... If you want to just put your thumb in their mouth <laughs> yeah, your hair. for that'd, 17 hours a day, I guess that's fine. That'd but... be pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's yeah. say they're using the pacifier, <clears throat> and you're out and let's say you're in your living room. Let's use your living room for this situation. And you're holding the baby, and the pacifier falls on the floor. What do you do? Was the baby crying? Yeah, the, well, the yeah. baby's, baby's always, crying. Baby's crying. crying. Yes. Yeah. Quick, wipe it off on your shirt and give it back. Yeah. <laughs> Man, a boy. You didn't do any studying? That's crazy. <laughs> Build up the immune system a little bit. Even better, though, so you don't have to bend over and pick it up, have another one on you at all times. That's you should a better carry answer. a pacifier yep. with you at all times. That is, that is a great answer. They make these tethers that you can yep. attach to the pacifier oh, mm -hmm. and then clip it on the clothing. That kind of works, but You should always have a pacifier in your pocket. Always have one always. ready up. Yep. Yes. I, I'm actually really impressed, Charlie. You're doing well so far. <laughs> so I want to talk about so what I thought you were going with gadgets was I want to talk about baby food. Okay. So now we're beyond like bottles and we're getting into baby food. So yep. for Emma. So we're going to jump around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're going to jump around a little. For, for Emma, for my firstborn, we bought all the, we bought jars of baby food. We had six billion jars of baby food. And if you remember from the Pet Peeves episode, we're like seven yes. things of peanut butter, right? Yep. Imagine that multiplied oh, with boy. baby food. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mar no, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> a little no, bit. you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and so we basically had to remortgage our house to buy baby food because baby food's not cheap. <laughs> so towards the end of Emma's baby food reign, I think we got like a food mill, yeah. right? And, you know, made our own baby food. And then five years later, we had lost the food mill, so we just used a food processor. You don't need right. to buy a food mill if you already have a food processor. Use a food processor. Right. But you can make your own baby food, and yes. it's super easy. So It's easy, and it's much cheaper. And it's so than... much cheaper. So let's put them in the situation. All right. All right. Let's say you are making baby food what would you choose what kind and of food are you baby food let's, let's say this is for a six month old ish six months yes. man you're getting real specific let's just say it's <laughs> for a baby that eats food semi solid <laughs> mushy food not, not yeah mushy not food solid. not solids hmm. well, let's see i've seen bananas before oh, bananas yeah that's uh, a good one I suppose applesauce that's already mm -hmm. mashed up mm -hmm. yeah um, not a lot of sustenance in applesauce, right. my friend. Hmm. What about some vegetables? Vegetables? Uh, peas? Yo, That's a good peas one. Peas are good. That's a good one. Yep. So how would you go about making peas? <laughs> Since you brought, brought up peas, how would, how would you make baby food peas? I'm asking for a reason. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I guess you could use the fork, but then the outside of the peas are kind of still in there. Yeah, yeah. You use a food processor, but how do you prepare the peas? Is that what you're getting at? There's some something to that, but sure. there's also there's something to consider here. Okay, I maybe I failed too. So, 
<laughs> so the the shell of the pea, uh, yeah. and I'm not talking about the pie. Yeah, the, I'm talking about the, the the husk of the pea. Yes, that does not break down very right. easily either in a food processor or using a fork. So you have to get tweezers yeah. and you have to peel every single pea. If, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> buy a split peas. Yeah. So you you could do split peas, or you could you could do the peas, but you have to really cook them a long time. Yeah. Or really you, break down that shell. When you process them, you you can then you know filter out the husk. You can pull the husks out right. at that point. I'm sure we're going to get lots of comments saying that's where all the vitamins are. Yeah, well, we're idiots <laughs> and we're fat, so we don't like vitamins. We, yeah, <laughs> Charlie. So when you make the peas, how many servings would you make at a time? I don't even know how big a serving is. Let's say the serving is about two, yay big two, <laughs> two tablespoons. Two tablespoons. Two tablespoons. So how many tablespoons to give to the baby? So two two tablespoons is a serving. How many ta- how many servings at a time would you prepare? This is a great question. This is a good question. I guess. Well, you could do like the whole the whole all, bag all of the peas servings so that you have some yes. more as all, backup. All the servings. <laughs> Great idea. As many bags of peas as you can handle. So that leads me to the next question, Charles. Uh, how would you? <laughs> wow, this is way more intense than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'm sweating over here. Like you're not uh, even getting. I asked think the I might. I'm going to like fail. I'm going to fail the test. We're not testing oh, you. Oh yeah, though. good. That's the Shoot. benefit of this. That's okay. All right. So, uh, Charles, <laughs> how, when you've prepared all the servings of the peas, how would you keep them from going bad? Refrigerated. You're close. So the best way of preparing and saving baby food is to dish out each serving into its individual ice cube tray. Oh yeah. So. You use a big tray of ice cube. You put one serving in each slot. And then you freeze it. You freeze it. And then once it's frozen, you break it up and you put them into Ziploc bags or zipper bags. <laughs> Ziploc. Ziploc could be a sponsor. They're not a sponsor. They could be. Though. Yeah, they could be of Let's, this episode. Yeah, Ziploc. Let's make that happen. Yeah, okay. Well, hashtag Ziploc. I'll make Ziploc. a phone call. <laughs> hashtag Ziploc. <laughs> hashtag Ziploc. So, so, yeah. So, that's that's how you preserve it. And then, and then, each, then each frozen ice cube of peas is a serving. Yep. And then it's you, like ingenious. Then you take it out, and then that you can warm up in the microwave. But you got to be sure when you do that that it's not too hot. And this is a gadget that you will need. That is actually a useful gadget. They make spoons that are have the color changing mm-hmm. heads of it. That if it's too hot, it like turns red or some sort of color. It will tell you when you're safe to feed your child, and you're not going to scald the inside <laughs> of his little mouth because that's bad. <laughs> That's scalding the inside of his mouth is not what you want. Not a good idea. <laughs> then you just give him some more frozen peas. No. Frozen, no. Where's the ant eh button? We needed. <laughs> I recommend also squash because you buy a huge gourd and you yep. bake it until it's mushy and then you get like 112 servings out of it. Yeah. So right. so vegetables are always yep. a good thing because vegetables give fiber and you want to get them used to eating vegetables first. Before you add fruit. Yeah. Anything sweet, they'll never go back. They'll never go back. Right. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm a perfect example of that. It's been 44 years. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> so, so that actually, uh, I had another question here tied to the vegetables or any food for that matter. What do you do? This is another situation. Another situation mm, here. I'm ready. 
Yeah. Not <laughs> you. Not for me. Not That's you. right. I'm all done having babies. Do I need to punch you in the throat? Maybe. Maybe. All right. So that's another topic done having babies yeah i'm gonna lean back <laughs> all right so you are feeding your child peas and he is having none of it how many times do you reintroduce peas to your child let me clarify now reintroduce like at, at the next meal the next meal the next meal yeah okay gotcha hmm I well, let's see. So if he doesn't like it the first time, mm-hmm. maybe I'd try it once the next day. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't work, maybe give it a week and try again. Mm. Mm, no. no, it's all right. You you realize you just made 130 servings of peas. You serve <laughs> oh, it, yeah. You serve it over and yeah. over and over right. and over until he starts to eat the peas. Right. I think they say it takes. It can take what. 15 yeah, to 20 sure. times. I have no before. idea. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I think I remember re- reading that. Yeah, Nate, 15, that's 15 times. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. But, yeah, unless the child. and <laughs> Plus, you just made 130 ice cubes of peas. Yes. So what are you going to do with those? You gotta. You just keep shoving them down his throat. So <laughs> Okay, maybe just nicely feed them to him. Let's, let's actually talk about that because this is the one I really want to talk about. Because <laughs> I have a really good story. Oh, good. <laughs> Say you have something that you've prepared or that you've seen, and this can be any time in the child's life. Mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. say zero to three. And you think that, oh, if you try this, you will really love mm-hmm. this. And they start digging in and saying, no, I'm not going to eat it, clamping their mouth shut. What do you do at that point? The silence is deafening. How, how is this different than the previous question? Oh, it's significantly different. So the previous question was, the peas aren't working, you give up, but you reintroduce them the next meal and the next meal and the next meal. Yes. This is like, all I got to feed you is peas. What well, do you do? Or, or... Or, or it's something. It could be something. Could good. be something else. Let's say right. it's like a, a a dessert, and they're just mm-hmm. not willing to try it at all. And you know, deep down in your heart, <laughs> well, that, that must be a really good story. Oh, it's a really good story. <laughs> that they will love this if they just get a little bite of it, even if it's just a little bit on their lips and they taste it. All right. What would you do? You hide it in another food that they like, and then give it to them on the same spoonful. <laughs> You eat it because it's really good. <laughs> no, no, that's not. Dang it. So, what also you should not do is you should not trick them into opening their mouth and doing a bait and switch, and no. then shoving, no. <laughs> shoving in or force feeding, forcefully putting a spoonful yeah. of. It doesn't stay in there very long. Fruit salad f- or anything. Okay, so uh, let's hear the story. Here's the story. <laughs> we were at a picnic. I can't say which daughter because I will get murdered if... Can I say which daughter? No, you may not. (laughs) So we're at a picnic. Your reaction tells me which daughter it is. (laughs) This unsaid, unnamed daughter of mine was maybe 18 months or two years old. uh, Very, very young yet. And I wanted her to try the the Cool Whip Jello salad. uh, Not Jello salad, the Cool Whip fruit salad. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Yeah, yeah. It's got like grapes and peaches and all kinds fruit. of stuff. It's got fruit yeah, in fruit it. That's why they and, call it a and, fruit salad. And Cool Whip. <laughs> got it. Well, specific fruit, you dummy. I got it. Okay, I got it. So I'm thinking, oh, you're really going to love this. And it's somewhat healthy because it's got fruit in <laughs> fruit. it, right? Right. Yeah. Totally. So I'm like, 
<laughs> I kind of tricked her to opening her mouth, and when she did, I shoved the bite of fruit salad in. Most normal kids would either, you know, just spit the fruit salad out or eat it and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is great. Uh, I love this. Nope, not my child. Uh, my child projectile vomited yeah. all over me, yeah, yeah. all over the picnic table, oh, yeah. and all over... <laughs> So I'm so, yeah. Nobody so, else was having fruit salad. Then. No, so, no, yeah. no. So fortunately, we weren't sitting near anyone, and this actually leads me into the next scenario. Well, I have a good projectile vomit story. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. So I will give you the name of this child, Emma, my oldest. <laughs> Ding. She never wanted to take medicine when she was a kid, ever. Yep, like I have one any like that flavor too. of cough medicine or cold medicine, chewables, dissolvables, strips, nothing. Right. So yep. we used to have to try to, like, you know, look, you're sick. We need to give you this antibiotic Na- or whatever it is. Natalie was exactly like. Still, she's still like. Yeah, that. Emma's still like that too. So we tried to again trick them with a bait and switch. It always ended up in major vomiting. Or we try to, like, put it in, like, applesauce or, like, you know, 712 parts of applesauce and one drop of medicine, that whatever it takes. They know. Oh, they always know. <laughs> and so I can't tell you how many times we'd have a bowl of applesauce medicine and we'd, she'd eat it and then it, we'd have a bowl full of puke applesauce medicine. Like, time and time and time again. So, I mean, just, it was, it, it was like clockwork. The best day of our lives. Was when she learned how to swallow a pill. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was like heaven sent. So, so, <laughs> so Natalie, we were uh, we were out on my aunt and uncle's boat in the middle of Lake Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you know, on the Wisconsin River, and she was probably two at the time, and she was uh, she started feeling not so great, and she was uh, running just a little bit of a temperature. I think it was maybe maybe tied to teething or whatnot, but we decided, okay, we're going to give her children's tylenol or whatever yeah she hated chewables did not like it at all so we got what we thought we were going to be smart and hide it push it into a starburst and then give her the starburst yeah so she's like okay i'll have the candy yeah so she puts it in her mouth spits it out turns it over finds the stupid (laughs) pill pulls the pill out and then puts the candy yeah they're they're all you're the other thing you're gonna find is they're all geniuses. Yes. Like, they're way smarter than you. <laughs> and it's going to drive you crazy. They're, they're smart, and they figure stuff they figure out it, so they always, quickly. They you, you think never you, lie to them. You're, they you're, always figure you're it out. You're always playing yes. defense. So anyway, always, we're yes. getting off topic all right, here. Sorry. Bit. Back to the projectile vomiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say, yeah. You, say you were out at a picnic, oh, yeah. and you get vomited upon. Well, first of all, you need to learn stop, how to stop. how to hold vomit in your hands. Like that's going to be a big see. Key. I did not do that. I think that's disgusting. Well, at and some point, you're going to look at your child and you're going to see that the vomit is coming. You're going to see the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> the vomit the is eyes. coming, and then you're going to have to make a decision on how you contain the vomit. The look of panic. Like you're at church, and you don't want to vomit all over the pews or the old man in front of you. <laughs> So go, you man. just, <laughs> just you cup your hands lovingly and and they fill up with vomit. It's it's really a bonding experience. So, so <laughs> that's not you didn't do that. Not that situation. Okay. Let's say you you're out. Let's say you're in church, and you're in the back, and you know all of a sudden you, you get see it. no, you get puked on. Oh. You're it's like all over you, all over your shirt, all over your bow tie. 
every <laughs> everything. What what do you do in that situation? In your mouth, in your nose. Maybe, maybe not that. <laughs> no, too much again. At that point, I'd be vomiting that. <laughs> so, All right. So sorry. so you get projectile vomited upon, mm-hmm. and you're you're out somewhere how mm-hmm. do you handle that situation so hopefully we have like a blanket or a rag or something along to wipe it all off with otherwise i guess you have to go to the bathroom get some paper towels no i'm sorry i'm not going to accept that answer mm-hmm. charlie mm-hmm. yes well that is technically an answer technically you answered a question that <laughs> was <did>. asked <laughs> well done <laughs> and it's it was correct enough you could okay, get by with sure. that answer you could get by with that answer sure. the real answer is you keep an extra set of clothes with you at all times for yourself. Yes, at all times, and five extra set of clothes for the for child. Your child. <laughs> yes, whether you keep it in your vehicle or you keep it in the diaper bag or whatever, it, at the very minimum, an extra shirt. Yep, at the very very minimum, pacifier, extra shirt. Yep, that's pretty much all you need. Uh, <laughs> yes, you were correct. You you will want the the burp cloths, the diaper rags, uh, plastic bags, plastic to put bags. the puked upon clothes yep. in. Yep. Right. So yep. so your answer will not technically wrong. You need to think a little more outside the box. Here. Okay, that was farther just the ahead. first half gotta, of it. Yeah, you got to think farther ahead. <laughs> so and and you're gonna want to wash that stuff as soon as you get home. Yeah, don't, you don't let it sit. You don't want to <laughs> let it sit because don't put it like in the bottom of the diaper bag and then discover it a month later. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, you're, really you're, you will project. You will be throwing them, throwing it away. I'll yes, rush my bow tie to the dry cleaners. Yes. yes, there you go. Yeah. So let's talk about the actual birth itself. Yeah. Yeah. So this was actually, I didn't actually think of this, which. I'm glad Andrew did. Are you, are you, I, I relive it every day of my life. Are you, no, I don't. Are you planning on being in the room for the birth? Unless my wife says otherwise oh, in the moment. He's learning. Yes. He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> Yay! You will be in there. I, Possibly. You, oh, okay. So right. I was in for one, not for the other. But you have a different situation. I have a different situation, right. yes. So you are going to see things that, that you can't ever unsee. You can never unsee. Ever, <laughs> ever, but yeah, you just lock them in the little box. Yeah, put them in the throw, box, put them away, put, put the key, yep. and go back to living never, life. <laughs> never speak of them ever again because you are going to see bodily fluids. You are going to all see... of the bodily fluids. Yes, <laughs> every single bodily fluid. There's bodily fluids that you didn't even know existed that are going to come out of places that don't normally. Yes. Bodily fluids don't normally come out of those places. So much for not talking about this ever again. (laughs) This is is therapy. It's therapy, right. Ah. Right. Yeah. Nobody's going to listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Right? This is a private conversation. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I have proof otherwise. Yeah. 1,200 downloads. Again, 1,191 of them are mine. (laughs) You're going to see a lot of disgusting things out of a place that generally, you know, you enjoyed. There's things coming out of the no-no place that are, again, you just never is. And then the baby comes out of there, yep. which, again, I don't. It's, so, again, I didn't experience that. I had a little different situation. Right. Uh, Yours not not, a, not any better no, situation. No, our first one was an emergency C-section. I did not go in the room for that one. I just, the doctor that thought it would be a good idea seeing, <laughs> seeing the look of that panic you on fainted, my, well, it would be a really <laughs> she she offered to have me come in the in the, in the room but i got I, the deer in the headlights look and i yeah. was like freaking out because you know things were going sideways a little yeah, bit yeah mm-hmm. for sure you know 
a dozen nurses and doctors in the room and I'm panicking. Yep. I'm freaking out. Right. And uh, also something you probably don't want to do. No. If, if you can avoid it. <laughs> so so for so they took her in. So I'm sitting there by myself, which was worse. Yeah, way worse. So I actually ended up calling my sister in law, Lynn's brother's wife, Christine, and she came up. She was pregnant, seven months pregnant with her second child, yeah. uh, Natalie's cousin, Ella, who may or may not listen to the show <laughs> but anyway so she came up seven months pregnant sat with me until lynn was released mm-hmm. uh and actually i saw natalie before i saw lynn sure. they brought natalie into the room and you know i was like oh man wow <laughs> there's a, so, a baby it's my baby <laughs> so, so the second one uh which it was a plan c-section so i was in the room for that one all you know kind of gowned up and there and yeah, did I, they have a mirror? Like, did you? No. Did you just peek over the sheet? I did not peek over the sheet. I saw glimpses through the sheet okay. of, of guts, and I'm like, <laughs> no, it's seriously, it's, I'm and straight. I don't, I don't do well with that type of stuff. Anyway, I mean, if it's on, if it's on me, and I can see it, I'm, I'm okay. Sure. Like, you know, if I get cuts or whatever. Right. Your own guts are hanging out. You're probably okay. I'd probably be okay with that. But, <laughs> but yeah, seeing, I just, I just, I, yeah. So they had me come over, and I actually told them up front, I do not want to cut the cord. Don't <laughs> really even, didn't do any Don't of that? even ask. No, oh, man. no, don't even ask. They were cleaning her up, and they brought me over there to look at her and as they were stitching Lynn up. So I'm trying not to look over at Lynn oh, being man. stitched <laughs> up you know, from the inside out. Yeesh. <laughs> yeah so and a little different experience yeah a little yeah. lot different experience yeah. so hopefully things go smoothly yeah uh normally they do yep. uh, you know I, normally and, it's the grossest thing you'll ever see yeah <laughs> and then like then you have a baby and it's right. like the best thing so you've ever experienced in your entire life the baby is right? the bonus for going through all of the pregnancy issues yep. and the birth <laughs> shenanigans or shenanigans <laughs> yeah so all right oh can i stop and ask a question here yeah absolutely yes so, do you stand by the head yep or by the yes stand up by the head stay out of the doctor's way <laughs> you are not a catcher no in this situation well, i know that you want to stay out of the doctor's way no you stand up there you let her crush your hand yep. with hers while she's yep. going through contractions yep. don't try to direct her to do anything right yeah don't let say her direct to you don't say yeah. just breathe honey yeah. just breathe yeah. just, just yeah. stay there and be quiet yep and let her squeeze your hand yep you may be called in duty like if maybe there's some vomiting or something you might have to like you know, you might have to spring into action, right? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Okay. So or, be prepared. You know, a little wiping of the brow. Yeah, wipe her right? brow, push her right? hair back. Right. Tell her she's awesome yeah. a lot. Mm. Yep. And then tell she tells you to shut up, and then you just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> right? I mean, it's easy. Just do what you're told. <laughs> then you bring that stuff up stuff up nope. afterwards mm-hmm. nope. remember we lock we lock that all away we lock it so, away remember when you said no, no. lock it away you lock it all away all, no. all the gross stuff and all the yeah everything that's said what what it, it's kind of yep. like vegas charlie what's said in the birthing room yeah, stays stays in yep. the birthing room yep. yeah because yeah yeah you don't want to bring that up but no. i really didn't have a lot of that with lynn you may have had more because I mean, you know, Marsh is like a birth. rock star, so yeah. she did great. But, you know, there was some, again, every bodily fluid known to man coming out of different places. So you got, you might have to be called into action in that respect. But just do what you're told. And then the doctor will direct you to do certain things you 
definitely want to do those as well. Um, if you feel like you want to maybe cut the cord, I did. You know, it's kind of cool. I no, mean, it's I, not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. The baby looks like a lizard again when you when and then they clean them off and then it's like a baby. Yeah, it's pretty great. Let's get into since we're into kind of bodily functions oh, yeah. in the birthing room. Let's get into bodily functions with the baby. Oh, there's lots of those too. <laughs> so, the first couple of diapers that are you passed, will be changing. Yeah. <laughs> By the um, way, <laughs> they are horrible. Yeah. And it's because of the amniotic fluid that the child swallows in utero and then has to process and, and There's a out. term for it, and I'm sure our listeners will tell us in the comments what that term is. Yeah, I don't remember, remember what it is, what but it it's... Is. I actually read about this. Oh, but it's, it, it, the, the, the stool is like black and tarry and just it's like, sticky. Yeah, you could like repave a you parking could, lot with it. <laughs> I think I, mean, I, rem- I think I remember using like a half a pack of wipes on yeah. one diaper because right. of the yeah, stuff. Absolutely right. So, so you will learn. That's like two days. Yeah, you'll learn yep. very quickly. Yeah, it's, it lasts for about two days. Yep. You always so, want to clean front to back, right? Front to back cleaning for a girl, for a boy. I suppose it I don't doesn't matter with as boys. much. Right. right. I mean, so I, I know what I, I know. I clean myself. He, so, <laughs> But that's another. That's for another show. I didn't know you had diapers. That's for another show. Well, I, am, I did have just have a birthday, Charlie. So I am. Uh, I'm getting up in age. I have to, you know, make some sacrifices. Well, would that be 437 months? Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Whatever the math on the fly is. I don't do math. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Neither do I. Right. So let's talk about diaper changing. Oh, have you ever changed a diaper before? I know you have younger brothers, but they're not haven't. that much younger than you. No. Okay, yeah. so no nieces and nephews, no cousins, <laughs> no, no babysitting. All right, no. There's some things you need to know. So you, <laughs> especially with a boy. Let's say you are changing the diaper. Walk us through. Uh, may, you may have read. <laughs> have you done any reading on this? Or you, I haven't. Okay. Do you understand the concept? Yes. Okay, so walk us the through... The concept of, of a diaper? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> of how to change okay, a diaper, gotcha. you dummy. All right. All right. Okay, so what are steps would you take in order to change a diaper? Okay. Let's just say it's a wet diaper, not a... Yeah, we'll let you off easy for the first To one. start with, yeah. yes. All right, so a wet diaper. Um, you put down some sort of, I guess, cloth or changing cloth, whatever that is. Yep, changing pad or towel. Whatever you works. have. Yep. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. And I guess it doesn't always have to be on a changing table. It could be on the floor. Yep. Or... Way to go. <laughs> the lower, closer to the floor, the better, because yeah. babies like to roll sometimes. Yep. But maybe not on the kitchen counter. Probably not. Uh, you know, you make do with what you get. I'm yeah. not going to say I never changed my kid on the kitchen counter. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I probably didn't change. <laughs> okay. If so... you do use like a changing table or the kitchen counter, you're going to want to have some sort of device to strap them in so they don't roll out of the table right right okay Okay. so we got the towel down whatever Mm -hmm. it is take the tape off the sides Mm -hmm. kind of loosen it a little bit and then get the the new diaper ready (laughs) 
Yeah, you want it. You all have everything ready, yeah. so you, we're gonna jump in here. You want it all to be ready before you even before touch you the bad even put the baby down right. on the changing That's right. area. Okay, yep. everything's ready up front, and you want backups. So yes, just in okay. case, have so, two diapers instead of just one new one, just in case. <laughs> so so okay, so so proceed. Okay, so you remove the other diaper. What then, you got all your then, paraphernalia then ready? All so everything's you. ready. You got the diaper loosened up, and then. Mm. Well, this is the tough part because mm. you kind of you gotta slowly take the old one off while still covering up enough, and then slide the new one underneath. Um, I'll, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, I'll take that because you want to kind of yeah, you want to place the new one under there, and then you want especially for boys, you want to keep the keep the flap over the yes. sword, <laughs> or <laughs> keep you, the sword sheathed. You will or, get shot in the face. Yeah, you will definitely get <laughs> or shot all over or you or everywhere. Yes. So yeah, that actually, I'll give yeah, you a bell on that one. That that one's a good one. So, what we always did was before we put the pulled the old one off, we slotted the new one yep. underneath first. Yep. Okay. And then again with girls, it's different because if they go on the changing table, right, or it on, on the changing table, it doesn't pad, necessarily go it everywhere. It doesn't go everywhere. It just gets <laughs> into that up. diaper. So right. we we mm-hmm. we learned very quickly to have that one underneath ready to go. And then you, have a backup because when they when they when do they that soil the new one you gotta you gotta do another start clean the process one. all so over that's why again. that's why you want to have two, two, two right two oh, diapers at least two immediately <laughs> and you are correct you would definitely want to cover cover the magic wand yeah for sure <laughs> and have like don't think you can take the wipes out of the container with one hand while you're holding things with you no. want to take like three or four wipes out and kind of have them just have there. them ready yep. gotta have it all ready to go yep. Actually, your wipes comment brings me to another gadget. Oh. Diaper wipe warmers. Yes or no? Hmm. I'd say no. Do they make those? They make diaper wipe warmers? Wow. What kind of mamby-pamby generation are we raising here? Were you plugging in? Are you kidding me? They had them back when our kids were little. Where you plug it in and you put the... The, Never the had them tub in my of wipes, house. and the, we didn't either. No, we didn't either. I'm lucky to get a wipe, not <laughs> sandpaper. So so far we got a list going here: extra pacifier, extra yep. shirt, yep. two extra diapers, yep. extra wipes. Yep. Yeah. And wipes are not just for diapers wiping. Wipe is their yeah. wipe. They can wipe anything. Yes. <laughs> Including <laughs> poop off of your wherever. Yes. It is. If you if you need to clean anything off of yourself, they're diaper wipes. Useful. Yep. Yes. So, <laughs> so another gadget that i've heard of recently <laughs> to help with diaper changes and i don't remember who told me about this or if i read it on facebook or whatever uh it's called the pptp oh yeah i've heard the, of those the what <laughs> the pptp oh, apparently it's this little cone like a toilet paper type cone that goes over the penis during the diaper change yours or the baby's <laughs> <laughs> Too much? I go too far again? You got to be specific. Our listeners need to know. Over the babies. Got it. Okay. I, I just, you know, I didn't. I don't have boys, so I don't know. The other thing I've heard about those, though, is that the baby can kick them off. Well, the baby. I mean, can kick what off? The, the diapers. The teepee. Oh, the The teepee. baby yeah. will find a way to screw up this whole process any and every way possible. So. Speaking of the, the the baby will find a way, and not ne- not probably for the first several months, but at some point <laughs> you're gonna walk into 
And here's another situation. <laughs> You're going to walk into the bedroom. The diaper, a fully loaded diaper. Will not be on the baby anymore. <laughs> it will be on the floor. Right. And the contents of the diaper. Will be will everywhere be... else. <laughs> <laughs> and by everywhere else, I mean. Yep, on the wall. Walls, crib, on the crib. Yeah. Anything within fit. reach. Yeah. Face on the baby, all over the baby. <laughs> How would you handle <laughs> At that point, you call your wife. Right? <laughs> right? Um, honey. Honey. Christiana, we, we got this a, one's yours. We got a situation in here. <laughs> so, seriously, I'm at, on that, and this, this could happen. You tag team on that because kids like to be diaperless, right. and oh, yeah. to, to them, Everything's a toy. Everything's a toy. Everything's a toy. <laughs> and your wife will know exactly what to do without any issue or con. She'll just she'll just give you directions again, right? Just yeah. like yeah. and you just do whatever she says. You put the kid in the shower yeah. or the bathtub, whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. She's pretty yeah. great about that. She's changed several diapers yeah. before. To be a good resource. <laughs> I think we're going to clip it here and pick back up with episode 6B a little bit later this month. Thank you, all you listeners, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Maybe got a little bit more than a laugh out of it if you're newer or expecting or have somebody in your life that has a new baby. Yeah. Karina, you may want to have your daughter and her husband listen to this. There you go. Thank you for listening. We do this because we try to make people laugh. That's kind of our mission in life, yeah. and we definitely appreciate all the feedback that we get you guys have some advice that maybe we didn't cover if you have uh, some advice that's contrary to our advice you can certainly post it we'll delete any contrary advice of course no, we won't <laughs> yeah, and if so you have other like you know other stories or advice please post it give us a comment yeah. uh, yeah. on our social media we're on instagram twitter facebook facebook or you can email us yep. off of our website hit our website twobeardsplease.com yep. you can get to all that at some point Nate will start editing youtube video again so you can yes i will edit youtube video again <laughs> We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hit like and subscribe. It really helps us out from, yep. you know, getting our name out there. If you hit like and subscribe and if you share, please. Yeah. Please if you share enjoy it. it yep. Find somebody else that would enjoy it as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I will be watching the comments too, because I want, I want all the good advice That's I right. can get. Help right. us help Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what are we doing next month, Nate? Andrew, I'm glad you asked that question. Next month. <laughs> What's on the show next month, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> next month, we are talking about irrational fears. Irrational fears. Yep. I've got a few of them. Uh, I know you mentioned you've got, got a few a, of them. I get, oh, i got a couple. Don't, so, don't you worry. <laughs> so if, if you'd like to provide us with some of your irrational fears yeah. to talk about up front, again, hit us up with our social media yeah. or email and let us know what yours are. So Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great month. Talk to you soon. Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com.